Welcome back to another episode of All Things Red. On today's episode, I got a local legend, local celeb, however you want to spin it. I'm not going to drop his name because we don't need to do that. It's not TMZ, but uh, Buffalo AF, my man, how we doing? Episode 69, baby. Let's go. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Exactly. Well, you said um, I asked you if you want to do this again, and you're just like, you have sixty sixty nine open. I'm like, yeah. You're like, all right, let me know when that is, and we'll <laughs> we'll rip it. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't realize you were sick, so that's uh. I am. To that. Yeah, I got a little cold, but it's all good. We're we're trucking through it, you know. Yeah. How's uh How's the tailgating been this season? Good. I went yesterday. I was sick. <laughs> fucking i went had, had to get the content done you know had to, had to get the no. content in um it, it's been good uh we've been in grasslight every time so far this year and been uh ripping the content breaking tables fucking you know um unfortunately the tiktok has been screwing me um it's just like account warning after account warning on there so i've been real stingy with what i post on tiktok um didn't you get uh didn't you get hacked like i thought you got hacked like a little bit ago because i saw you post something um a while ago basically saying like how you thought it was crazy how you like you put all this work into it and then like the platforms can just like take you down like without even like giving you a real reason why that might have been april last year okay yeah that was an april fool's joke actually uh (laughs) that's what that was oh okay 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 yeah it was like yeah i put up this post of like some some uh bitcoin lady or something like my buddy actually got hacked by the same person like i stole the post and the caption exactly and just used it and it was like some weird bitcoin lady that accounts just get hacked and they start promoting their bitcoin fucking scam whatever it is so I just saw that and waited till April first and posted that. Yeah, that was funny. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, who uh, who are those kids you had at the tailgate? The boys of what ninety eight? Was the it ninety six? Yeah, the boys of ninety eight. Shout out the boys of ninety eight. They're fucking, they're awesome yes. dudes. Um, they're huge on TikTok. They're huge on YouTube. Uh, they were sponsored by Happy Dad last year. Um, yeah, they 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 basically just travel. Um, travel across the country like US and they're from Canada um, mm-hmm. and they do seasons of just spending a week in college basically and they, they get Airbnbs and then they do like a frat like one fraternity they'll um, kind of tour the house and like talk to the boys or whatever and then they do like a bar night where they try to bar hop and then um they do the whole game day experience, usually for football. Um, they did do some basketball in the winter and spring, but um, yeah. So they're they're awesome, <clears throat> um, and they've they came. This is the second year in a row that they've came, and uh, I threw one of those guys through a fucking flaming table. That's yeah. That's a little video. I watched the video you put up of. Uh... That one dude in the Jets jersey would just get mauled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was Stefan, and they were they were on Botch Pod too. They were nice enough to come, you know, like a day early and just rip a quick podcast with us. Um, super cool guys. How'd you get in touch with them? They reach out to you, or you uh, link up with them? 
so I DM them last year, uh, last football season, and just like opened it up to them. Um, I was like, "Yo, you guys sh- like should come because they there's their one of their seasons ended for YouTube, so they were kind of hurting for content anyway." Mm-hmm. Um, usually December, they're like kind of making up videos on the fly a little bit um, yeah. compared to traveling to a school and doing their normal content. Um, so they're like, oh, dude, that'd be awesome. Yeah, let's go. So they just came and uh, last year and then we, you know, became a little closer. And this year they were they were down to do the same thing. So that's fucking dope. I didn't realize how, how big they are on social uh, either. Oh, yeah, they're huge. I mean, that was like. Their Instagram isn't the biggest, but like their TikTok has like 700k or something. Last time I checked, and I think they have like 150k on YouTube, which is really hard to get, you know. So, like subs. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, they're killing yeah, it. Yeah, because people don't really sub anymore. They just like play the video and like bounce. Um, right. Yeah, they're killing it. Do you know, like, do you, I mean, maybe you do, maybe you don't, but, like, you realize how, like, uh, and I'm not just gassing you up here because I know you personally, but um, do you realize how big you are in Buffalo or no? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you laugh, but I just, I'm just asking because, like, um, like, my my one cousin, Ashley, she's, like, the biggest, like, her and her friends are, like, the biggest fan of you. Like, when uh, we went down to Legacy House, um, which we'll get in the botch pod in a second, but, like, when you asked me to fill in, um when you had the space and then that guy had to reschedule we ripped that pod real quick um after you posted that one when it, i think it was called just like botch boys or whatever like when nick was on it and then um and it was you and i when i was sweating my ass off with the Diggs jersey on yeah, yeah. i sent it i sent it to her and she was bugging out and she's like how the fuck do you know him like you're friends with him like well like so like I just curious because people like even like when I had you on the first time people were like yo how'd you get this kid on? Yeah, that's funny. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I kind of realized it because like I hate going into like grocery stores and stuff now because like you know like I just get people randomly that like walk up to me and want to take a picture or whatever <laughs> and like do shit. I literally you can like oh, it's so bad. I hate walking into like public areas. Yeah. And just doing shit, like normal shit. I, it's, I, I love the love that I get from it. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Like, I love that people want to, like, come up and say hi and introduce. It. But, like, sometimes I was just, like, not in the mood. And I was like, yeah, oh, for sure. Like, I, I just want to go get my fucking bread or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, no, I, I guess I kind of realized that, like, after COVID, like, the airport. Um, we might have talked about this last time, but like you were telling me in the car, yeah, yeah, like going to the airport. That's when I first like kind of realized that, uh, you know, that was nuts. That was like crazy. I did. I had no idea. Like that was like my first year, kind of on TikTok, and I probably had like twenty k or something on TikTok, and uh, that was yeah, that was kind of eye opening. Like going to the airport and just seeing how many people like recognize me it was fucking weird but yeah but here we are now we're fucking taking over buffalo we're taking over the fucking we're we're taking over everything um, yeah straight up it is what it is i mean I, was, I feel bad i feel bad for anybody that's in my way i'll put it that way you got that little like mafia style attitude to you too well <laughs> the other thing is um I was talking to Ta- I was talking to Taylor about this. Um, I was down at Legacy House Friday, um, just kicking it with Taylor, 
and because I knew him before like I knew Nick and then I've only talked to Adam like a couple of times just from like being down there I've never like talked to him or been around him prior to but I was saying to Taylor how crazy it is how like there really hasn't been like much like in the past I would say like year and a half maybe two years um there was almost like nothing in Buffalo that was like content driven and then like you like you popped on the scene and then you have other people like Buffalo Food Slot and then you have like what they're doing at Legacy House like Just Dishin and all that shit and it kind of seems like it's just taking off but the people that were like the main like OG people like you being one of them you're everywhere now and it's almost like impossible not to see you and when we were driving back from downtown that one night we were just shooting shit um you were saying that like you're a super private person and like even though you're in camera in front of the camera all the time like you're not like you just you like your small circle like do all that so like is it it it, i know you got the botch podcast and like all that shit to like keep doing this stuff or is it just like whatever at this point a little bit I mean, there, there's certain times where it's like, shit, I got to cut that out. Or, like, certain things, you know, pop up where, um, you know, shit happens. I get I get too drunk and I say something I shouldn't have. Like, just about private life, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's weird, but I, I am who I am. Um, and I have my reasons for being that way obviously no. um, yeah yeah you were telling me i mean we're not gonna get into it but yeah yeah it so. was just more so i was surprised because on camera you're super outgoing but then in person you're like almost like a little shy and i was asked i was like are you is this an act and you're just like no nah, this is just me but you were telling <laughs> me why and i was just curious because like when we did that when we recorded the botch pot episode I told you, I was like, yo, I'm so like, I can't even focus right now. Like, besides the fact that it's 120 in this room, but I've never had a camera like that in my face. And I like almost didn't know how to act. But then like, you're the like, I'm the opposite. Like I'm very outgoing, but then you put a camera in my face, extremely introverted. Whereas like, you're kind of introverted with kind of cameras in your face and you're super outgoing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I almost, a lot of times I always think I have to do more like constantly I feel like I have to do more in front of the camera you know what I mean like to because yeah like you know like I'm I'm introverted I don't talk much um you know I'll I'll sit in a fucking I'll sit in an hour-long meeting with somebody and like probably not say a word but like when the camera when the camera's out um I always feel like I have to do more and even after like putting my shit out there and talking and like being on botchpot and like asking as many questions as possible and like doing the most, I'm still like, I rewatch it. I'm like, shit, I should have said this. I should have said that. So I'm always like, I always feel like I have to, I have to do more. Um, so that's, that's another thing. Like I, I just, a lot of times I feel like I have to drink when I'm, <laughs> when, I'm <laughs> when I'm about to be on camera. Cause It'll just it'll just help me a little bit, like be a little yeah. more outgoing and do do some more shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's weird. But how did um? So plug uh, plug the botch pod real quick. So how did that um? What is the botch pod? How do you even like think of doing that? How did it start? Like what is what is it all about? I mean, because you've had a you've had a lot of like really like cool people on too. Yeah, so it's at BotchPod on everything, um, mm-hmm. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, 
you know, t- we don't use the Twitter much, but Instagram, all that. Um, that was kind of, we're coming up on a year now, actually, of that being a thing. And um, that was kind of just like me and Dan. Me and Dan had been working for a while together with just doing the, the uh, um, tailgate videos and doing prank videos and all that stuff. And it was just kind of like, we, we had talked about it before, um, you know, a year ago. And it was just kind of like one night I was just like, fuck it, let's do it. And I, I called him and I was like, yo, you, you want to start this podcast? And then he's like, yeah. And then uh, it kind of went <clears throat> a couple weeks. We didn't, we couldn't figure out a name. Uh, we shot a, we shot like kind of like a pilot episode of just me and him just talking about random topics in literally like his girlfriend's apartment complex's basement so there's like a water heater behind us and shit and we had like a we had this the only mic we had was like a a streaming mic kind of like for twitch or something like it was it was just like one mic that kind of picks up everything um but you could hear like anytime somebody flushed or anything um so we just brought like a plastic table we were just sitting we had one camera and it was it was brutal like we might upload that honestly we i feel like we should if he still has that footage we should just upload that after we after we hit like i don't know like a thousand subs or something yeah Um, just as like a joke um it'd be funny but we were originally going to name it like the plastic table podcast or something, which Dan, <laughs> which Dan hated, but I kind of liked, um, but we wanted to like start something together. That was kind of like less Buffalo ish, I guess. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, like Buffalo F is solely dependent on the bills. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, which is a blessing and a curse. Like it could, it could be one or the other. Um, but Botspot is, you know, we we've probably had um I wanna say, I wanna say more so than anybody else in Buffalo, we've probably had better guests. You know what I mean? Than any I'm not gonna say we have the best podcast in Buffalo. Uh we always say at the beginning it's the worst the worst podcast in the world. Yeah. Um and that always throws people for a fucking curve at the beginning, but um like especially guests when they're on, but we, I, I, I can't, I've seen all these other podcasts pop up all of a sudden, like not all of a sudden, like some of these podcasts have been around longer than Bosch Pie, but um, yeah, they just start like following me and I follow them and stuff. And, you know, respect to anyone that does it, but I, I, I there's nobody in Buffalo. I think that's pulling the guests that we pull. Um, not at all. And we're we are far from finished. We have a lot of guests, big guests that are in the works, um, doing things. You know, we've we've had four Bills players already, um, and we had pretty much everybody, almost everybody from BSF, uh, minus El Camino, uh, Fuego Base, and Benny the Butcher, um, and, and we're working on Benny Hard to get him on so yeah we we got we got a lot of uh good stuff cooking up with that um it's it's a lot of work honestly it i like i thought it was just gonna be like sit down and talk for an hour and we're done 
but <laughs> it's a lot more work than I expected. A lot more money. Um, you know, we rent out the studio and we got to edit. Um, you know, if you see an hour podcast, it took at least two hours to edit. Um, and you know, we got to pay for thumbnails. We got to pay for all the graph design and, um, you know, I pay people sometimes for, for, uh, doing the sound and, uh, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And then not even counting the hours going into finding guests, like just constantly DMing people. Like I, that's the worst, like asking people, like, I'm sure, you know, like, uh, oh, just like dude. DMing people. I feel like such a dweeb, like fucking DMing people. Yo, could, w- would you come on our podcast? Like, it's just annoying i mean like i <laughs> the other part of that is like i get people that ask me if they can come on and i'm like oh, like what do you do like you know what i mean like, there's like <laughs> some people that are like like what do you, why would we have you on like i don't know any like that's what another thing like people got to understand like you're not gonna just get on a podcast because you have one song on soundcloud or something like I don't know. It's it's annoying, but yeah, it, it's like it's funny because we have like some rappers on or something, and then all of a sudden they share it to their story, and we have like fifteen other rappers that have like one shitty song out on SoundCloud, and they want to fucking get on and promote their shit. Um, I get it. Are you- it's, it's hustle, but like wake up a little bit, you know. Yeah, you also, I know for a fact, knowing, like, getting to know you a little bit better and, like, having some one-on-one, like, conversations with you behind closed doors, you definitely answer, like, in your head, you answer those DMs way more ruthless than you actually respond to them. <laughs> I, yeah, a lot of times I don't even respond to them because if I did, it'd be bad, you know? Yeah. Well, I remember um, after, like, after we did the first one I did with you, you were telling me that had I not said that, like, Nick recommended you, you never even would have responded to uh, my DM about you coming on and doing this with me. Uh, Probably. You, get re- you, were, you said you get requests all the time to do shit, and then on top of it, like, you don't, because of, like, the kids that are on TikTok and shit like that, you didn't want, like, your name out there. And, like, I mean, if people see you, they see you, but, like, who you are and shit like that. Um, but, yeah, no, 100%. I... Without a doubt, you definitely um, can watch a lot of them and listen to. I mean, when I can watch them, I watch them. When I uh, can listen, I'll listen. But no, you definitely. I was. I definitely agree that you guys like who you've pulled so far. There's. It's not even like remotely close. Um, there was a networking. Um, there was like a networking event I was at at Big Ditch uh, months ago, and one of the like other another realtor that was there. She was talking about a podcast and was talking about it was she was talking about joe rogan but she was like oh yeah it's so cool like he has all these people on and they just talk and like and stuff like that like you know who joe rogan is and then in my head i want to be like yeah, do i know yeah obviously i know who the fuck joe rogan is yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but she was and she was saying like i never told you this but she was saying too like she was like oh like there's not like there's no podcast in Buffalo that's like big and like does that type of style and like is super big. And I remember like it stuck with me after she said that. And then like obviously you guys were still like um, I don't even think you had a single Bills player on at the time just yet. Um, or maybe you just got Spencer Brown. Um but she was saying this. This was actually – I kind of am talking like an idiot right now. But that night that I saw you at 40 and we were just like briefly touching on the pod, like talking about the pod and then you were talking about like 
um, when you were down in Miami with Dion and stuff like that, just like that conversation. Um, she was saying how there's really nothing in Buffalo like it, but um, about yours, but like the range of guests, it's almost like every person that's like doing social content you've had on every like Bills play, like not every Bills player, but like you've had, like you said, four Bills players on, like you're eventually going to get more of them on, maybe even the Sabres, maybe even some of the bandits, like who fucking knows. But like in terms of just like dominating the podcast scene in Buffalo, like without a doubt, it has to be you guys. Is like there yeah. any? I don't even know who your competition would be. No, um, I appreciate that. Um, there's, I feel like there's nobody in Buffalo really doing the guest thing as, as big as we are. Um, I will shout out uh, No Label Pod. Um, yes, um, they have they have quite a few. Like they're more into like the music scene. Um, mm-hmm. They have a lot of that, and then uh, uh, they they have pretty good production and stuff. Um, they do pretty well. Uh, it, it's just like we're also newer than a lot of the podcasts. Like, so I'll, I'll ramble off a few that I know of. Um, no label. You're on tape. You're on tape's one of them. Now that I think about that because I I recorded with Josh. Yes. Yeah. He his, uh, is, his is good. He. Um, he hasn't uploaded in a while though, has he? I don't, I got to look. I don't think so. But I know like when I had him on and I did an episode with him, he was like telling me kind of off before we started recording. And then like during it, how much work, like all that live content for the bills is. And then he was saying too, which I'm sure you do, you're starting to deal with now where it's like almost like a, you got to like understand what your time's worth in terms of like, okay, I could just have this person on. It'll get a couple of views or, I can get this person on. It's going to take fucking way longer than this episode would be, but I know I'm going to get a bigger return on my investment with this episode. So it's like the more you do, the bigger you grow. It's like kind of like playing that, like, do I go left or do I go right type of game? Right. No, yeah, I I agree. And it's honestly surprising. Like some of these big, like, people that we've had on, I'm like, oh, this episode is going to fucking bang. You know what I mean? And it's like a good episode. Everything's shot well. Everything goes well. The audio's good. Everything's good. And then it gets fucking 100 views. I'm like, what the fuck on YouTube? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? But like, and then, and then, uh, you know, Carlucci? Uh, and, uh, I don't think so. True, true Mac the rapper. So, oh, it, yes, 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 yes. I'm, I'm good friends Not with personally, him. but yeah. Nick's Nick's good friends with him. Um like we had him on, like he was begging to get on. He he did sound for us a couple times, like just did the audio. And I was like, all right, let's get you on. He's like, I, I want to freestyle at the end, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, all right, whatever. So we get him on and uh dude shares it to like his Facebook or whatever. We kind of had a little bit of a clickbaity title. Um and dude that episode did crazy numbers like I, it did so much better than like some of these big like rappers and like like bills players and shit i'm like what the fuck it's so random like we just have like some of our friends come on and talk about their shit a little bit and their those episodes bang for some reason like I, it's so weird um i think it's just like they share it and like people that are close to them like you know they have 100 facebook friends or 200 facebook friends that are interested to see what they're talking about they'll watch it you know so 
it's it's random. It's weird. You never really know. You know, you have some episodes where it's like guaranteed this, you know, certain episodes will get a certain amount of views, especially if they share it. Um, it always helps when, you know, people share their stuff to their own page, um, just helps the growth. But I, I always take it as more of a networking opportunity too. Oh, you know, without a doubt. Yeah. Well, I was telling you, I mean, um, well, hold on, before I get there, um, what I think it, I, cause I've noticed that with some of your podcasts, but what I think it could be is because obviously all like how big Buffalo AF has gotten, like where you've grown that to. And then obviously like you have in like a personal relationship with Dion and then like you've had a bunch of Bills players on, I think. I think I could be wrong here. This is just what I think that the ones that go crazy where it's just like random, I think people see what you're doing and they're like, they almost expect you to have big, big guests on. And then when you have someone completely random, they're just like, Oh, who the fuck is this dude? Is this someone new? Like if he's having him on, he has to be someone or he has to have some sort of like value to the podcast. Let me listen to it. That's the only thing I could think about that. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, no, it's an interesting way to put it, but you know, like botch the botch bot page itself is is pretty small, very small. Um, compared, I share everything on Buffalo F, and you know, like I get, I get one to maybe five thousand views on my story. Like I always share share everything on my story, uh-huh. um, but we don't even have a thousand followers on botch bot on Instagram yet. So. Um, which is disrespectful as fuck from my followers, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I was just gonna say, does it piss you off that you get like you see all these views, but you don't get follows? I noticed that when um, I noticed that I had one of my former lacrosse coaches on, and I, I like how I have it set up so it has like the like professional dashboard type shit where you could see the insights and all that. And just from that episode alone, the page got over. I think I think it was like over 1100 views on the page and I didn't get one single like new follow. Not yeah, that yeah. I don't like I don't I don't care cuz it's just like whatever but like I saw that and I was just like that's so fucking random. Dude, it's so weird how that happens. Yeah. That happens too. Like um, you would think out of like 1100 views you would get like one or two follows. Nope, fat goose egg. Yeah, it, it happens. Trust me, I, I've been there, done that. Fucking, I'm, I'm just the Buffalo F YouTube along. Like, I think we talked about this last time, probably, but I did uh, the Danny Duncan thing, like pissing off Danny Duncan. <laughs> that that video alone got like twenty two thousand views or something. Um, and it had, <clears throat> I think it was like. 3,000 dislike, like, YouTube took the dislikes off, like, dislike counter off, for some reason, but it had, like, 3,000 dislikes and, like, maybe 100 likes on it, um, which is hilarious. I, it somehow found, I, I found out later that it was Danny Duncan's, like, Reddit channel, all his, like, diehard fans, like, found my video somehow, and they shared it to the Reddit channel, mm-hmm. and all these little fucking losers came into my comments and like were just talking shit on me and uh it was it was funny but i actually gained like 500 subs from that like that was probably the overall the most successful video i ever did the uh the funniest thing about those videos to me are how you can hear nick in the background oh dude 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 dude, dude. stop stop <laughs> 
That was, that was fun, though. I mean, it was a last-minute decision to, to uh, go there and do that. But. Shit. Um, yeah, so you guys are using the, the studio now at uh, Legacy House to do your thing. podcast originally was the audio. Um, you know, Dan, oh, okay. so Dan bought the mixer. I don't know where the fuck he got it. probably got it at fucking Goodwill or something. And I, I, originally. I bought, like, cheaper mics, um... And then eventually I like started watching the episodes and as our camera quality got better, I was like, dude, we need to fix this fucking audio. And um, so I got, you know, two sure mics, you know, one for me, one for the guests. And those are like 300 bucks a pop. And then um, I was hoping that would fix it. It helped a little, but Dan still had his shitty mic that I bought him. I was like, Dan, I'm not buying another mic for you. Like, you buy your own. And he just not paid. <laughs> so now, like, the studio has Sure mics. We have Sure mics, And they also have uh, different mixture boards or sound boards or whatever the fuck they're called. So overall, it's been, it's been fixed um, thanks to Legacy House. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I hated the audio before. It, it was like there was like background noise and like shit like that. So yeah, that's how that's how all mine are. But I kind of I kind of like it like that just for now, just because it's just like uh, not that anyone's gonna go that far back. But I like how it's like a work in progress over time. So like it's like you listen to the first couple episodes, it's like complete dog shit, and then who knows, maybe by like episode 100, 150, 200, whatever. By then, it's like great, great audio. Because like right now, I could like when this gets played, you it's picking up the water, it's picking up your movements, all that. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care. I like it. <laughs> what was that? Uh, how was that? What was that bubble thing you did with like Sup Chef, Buffalo Food Slot, and then like uh, a couple of like the who was it like uh, Taylor Gentry's girlfriend was there, and like a couple of Bill's girlfriends and stuff. Was that like charity? The charity thing for Punt was it? Yeah, yeah, that was super cool. Um, so Sup Chef did a charity event. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, just I, all the money was going to Punt. He's got like a special place in his, places in his heart for punt, I guess. Um, you know, it's, they help mm. kids with cancer, but they mainly help like the families that are dealing with it, like the families that have to pay for treatments and can't make their mortgage payments or uh, can't pay for parking at the hospital every day and like shit like that. So that's what punt does. But um, this was like a really cool opportunity for me, and I was I was thankful to be invited to it. Um, it was basically a bubble hockey tournament. So if you don't know what bubble hockey is, bubble hockey is like kind of like foosball, but with hockey. Um, yeah. It's just all inside of a, a big bubble stand. And in his studio, he has like his own custom machine. So it was a fundraiser for five days and then leading up to the tournament. And then the tournament happened and, uh, winner of the tournament won their own custom bubble hockey machine. And then um, the top five fundraiser winners were, they got prizes. So the fundraiser winners, um, I was fucking pissed, dude. I came in six. I was just out of the fucking, <laughs> I was just out of the loop. But um, 
I I only got I only got like a hundred or two hundred bucks donated, um, on my own. I was like, shit, I need to do something. So I did a shirt where I just donated all the proceeds. Um, I did the Godfather shirt where I donated all the proceeds to Punt, um, and that raised. Uh, it was just under a thousand dollars. It was nine hundred something. Um, so that helped me. I, it actually put me in like second originally, yeah. like once I first put it in, but then like last minute, like all these people just came in and just beat me. But, um, that's, you know, besides the point, I just, I just hate losing. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, you probably walked in there like, I'm going to smash everyone here. Yeah. So you're like, fuck you. I'm going to break this <laughs> fucking table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Buffalo Food Slut came in first. Actually, she had, she had a big like she had like a thousand dollar donation from somebody. I don't remember who, but um, so she got like a a gold like Bills chain, um, and then he, Subchef Subchef did a great job of like organizing this whole thing. So it was a gold Bills chain, um, a pizza oven, um, an Oculus, a. Dawson Knox autographed jersey, and then there was one more thing for the fundraisers, uh, for the top five fundraisers. I don't remember what the last thing was, but um, yeah. And then I, I actually felt less bad when I got there because I got there and I went zero two. I lost. I actually I think I lost to Caitlin Gentry too. I think she knocked me out. Um, I went zero two. Like I didn't win a fucking game. Um, but I felt less bad because Subchef is literally his bubble hockey machine in his studio, and he went zero and two. So he he lost too. So it made me feel less bad. I mean, it's kind of fair because if he was to win the whole thing, I think the thing's like fucking rigged. Right? No, I was I was thinking that. Coming into it, I was like, I was like, dude, he's gonna beat everybody here. He's the only one in that room with experience on a bubble hockey machine, like that much experience, you know? So, but he went on too. Surprising. Yeah, no, that's, that's funny. Did you guys, uh, were you, were you, cause I don't know, I haven't been, I haven't paid attention that much, but um, did you guys end up doing anything for like the unfortunate situation that happened with Damar? Or do you have something in the works? I didn't, no. I, I so, you know, like it felt like everybody was doing a T-shirt to yeah, you know, donate to them and stuff. Um, sorry if you picked that up. That was my laptop. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, dunk my ears, but yeah, continue. <laughs> um, so I just didn't want to. You know, it seemed like such a big situation, kind of. Um, and I didn't, I didn't want anybody getting the wrong idea. Like I would never. I would never say I'm donating shit like and not do it, not do it kind of thing. And I saw all these other people doing it like um, I won't name drop for now, but like, you know, people are donating eight dollars on a, you know, twenty seven dollar shirt. And I'm like, bro, come on. Like you're you're making money off this situation. You literally are making money off this situation. Like I wouldn't want to do that. Like I, I couldn't sit with like a healthy conscious doing that. Um. I don't know. It, it's just like fucked up in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of people, you know, but 
it is what it is and people will be who they want to be. So um, I believe karma will come when it wants and come where it's, where it's deserved. Um, and I just, I stayed away from that. I stayed away from that. I had some ideas. I had people, you know, my graph designer was hitting me with stuff and um, Dan was telling me to do stuff. And I was just like, no, dude, I'm not, I'm not like, I, I just can't do that on a, on a healthy conscious. Like I, I just can't, because I know I'm like, even if I did donate every single penny that I made, it's still revenue that's added to the business, you know, based around a, I don't know, like, I don't even know where I'm going with that, but I, it just, it just feels weird to me doing mm-hmm. like donation shirts. I, I'd rather not. No, I feel that the, uh, Rogan, Rogan just had a, a Portnoy on his podcast and they were talking about that because they were talking about the barstool relief fund and Portnoy was saying how he just doesn't like when they did that, they controlled hundred percent of the money. They didn't have a third party in there and he just doesn't trust charities. And they were like going through, like looking at a couple charities and it's kind of fucked up. Like, like they were talking about how a lot of these um, executives of these like charity foundations are like millionaires and it's just like, okay, yeah. it's supposed to be a non-for-profit. Like how fucked is it? And before we actually started recording, I was um, my buddy, Frank, who um, he plays for the bandits and we were talking to, I mean, we went to college together and we were roommates when we were just like catching up, shooting the shit. And we were talking about something like about that. Um, because shout out to Cousin Brownie. Um, he does something every year. Uh, him and Zed Williams. Zed Williams plays for another team in the NLL. Um, and they pretty much like give back to the reservation. And it's, it's like a toy drive. It's it, it's all encompassing. And um, and it's kind of fucked up to like look at and see like how a lot of those charities, like some of them, like they donate maybe like three cents of every dollar. And it's just like, yo, you're profiting, like you were saying, like you're profiting off of like a fucked up situation. And then you're turning right around and selling it back as if like you're like some savior, you're doing some like good deed. And it's just like, well, what's the point of doing that if you're not going to donate like 100%? Because if it's not 100%, then it's like, it's like a business. So yeah. it's like you're either making money or you're getting rid of the money. Like what, like what are you doing? Yeah, it blows my mind how many people are blind to it. Um, I mean, I, I had no of- idea. I was kind of blind to it until, you know, a few years ago, but I get apparently like the best way to fucking become a millionaire. The quickest way is to start a charity and say, Hey, you know, I'm the CEO of this charity. I deserve a million dollars a year annual salary. You know what I mean? So like whatever comes into this charity is basically in my pocket. You know what I mean? Like people can do that. Um, and, like I know, I know people that ran charities um, that have worked with local companies. Um, uh, again, I'm not going to name drop, but like they've worked with local companies and they like see how much is raised for charity, and it ends up getting pocketed. You know what I mean? So like, and, and this person that told me this was like, was like I literally had to drop clients. Like I had to drop like ex Bills players and like. All, all this shit like that worked with certain companies in Buffalo because they wouldn't stop working with this company in Buffalo. And like they, you know, they were doing shady shit with charity and it's just fucked up. And I, I wish I could get it out to people more. I wish I could talk to people more, like say like, 
you know, be careful where the fuck you're, you're, you think you're putting your money like into a charity because people are, people are ruthless, dude, <clears throat> especially when they got bills to play. Like it's, you know, people will scam you out of your, it's just a different form of scamming people out of their money. Yeah. Literally. I always thought, I mean, me, I always thought that a charity is a charity, like whatever you donate hundred percent, like you're t- like, I mean, if you're really doing it like a business per se, like it's obviously like a loss, which then is like a tax write off. Cause you're not gaining any money. But yeah, when they were talking about that, cause I mean, depending who the guest is, I'll listen to Rogan, but when they were talking about that and Portland was saying like, that was like one of the hurdles they had with the Barstool relief fund. It was like, okay, who's controlling this money? Where's it going? And they like gave all of it back. Um, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't believe you. Like you're talking three cents on a dollar. So you're not even, you're not even giving 50 cents back for 10 bucks. Right. I, I like, trust me, I get that they got some of these charities have bills to pay and they have people yeah. to employ and I get that. Um, but there's like, I I'm saying the third party companies that are doing shit for charity. Like I, I did this shit with punt, obviously. Like I did the shirt mm-hmm. with punt and I made sure that every single penny went straight to punt. Now what punt does with that money is totally out of my hands. I have no idea. Of course. Yeah. But according to sub chef, you know, it's a good company. It's like small, it's few people. Um, and it's, I don't know, they're, they're, they're good. So I took his word for it and I donated that 900 some dollars to them. But yeah, just like doing the shit for tomorrow. is like, I was, I was just like, I felt weird, you know, doing that. Like I'll, I'll throw money and just go find me. I'd, I'd rather do that than um, try to sell a shirt with a three on it and like whatever. Yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way. No, I feel you with that. You see Gronk? Did you see Gronk's donation? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, he donated sixty nine hundred. Oh my god! Yeah, it was literally like six thousand nine hundred, and it literally just said Gronk. <laughs> he's he's fucking amazing, dude. I love him. Yeah, he's one of he's one of the few. I know we were talking about this when we did the botch pod, but like with like getting canceled, and getting censored. He's one of the him and like Marshall and Lynch are like two of people that I'm surprised have like yet to get like backlash or anything. But then again, it's just like. It, it surprises me, but it doesn't surprise me. Just because I could definitely see some jackass being like, "Oh my god, that's inappropriate." Blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, he's he's a funny motherfucker. I wish he. I honestly wish he would have played for the Bills at some point. A lot of people hate him. And yeah, well, because the Trey White thing. Yeah, but dude, that's a, that's a football play. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that that is completely. 100% of football player. He, he got angry. He wasn't thinking. He just fucking, I've, I've been there, done that. Like when I was in college, I fucking punched a dude in the throat. Like that was holding me and I got kicked out of the game. <laughs> I had to watch the game from my fucking, from the stands. Like I was eating gummy worms in the stands. Like <laughs> I had to watch the rest of the game from the stands. Um, it happens to like, you're, you're out in battle and you, you're not thinking like, you don't realize there's 80,000 people in the stands watching you. You don't realize there's another million on TV watching you. You just, you're, you're just, you're in a dog fight out there. Like you're just going after it. You just want to win. Um, so shit happens, but I wish he would have played for the bills because he went to, Will, he went to Will North too. Yeah. And then he played, um, he played his high school ball up in Pittsburgh. 
So his senior year, he went to a private school in Pittsburgh. But uh, okay. Up up until then, he played at Will North. Yeah, because you – well, I mean, you went to Edinburgh. I went to Mercyhurst, but there were so many kids from Pittsburgh that went to both those schools. And, like, the, some of the football kids that were at Mercyhurst were always saying – because they got the Whippy – what is it, the Whippeo League? The Whippeo yeah, WPI. Whippeo. Yeah, and it has, like, studs all over the place. So, like, they were always, like, doing, like, yeah, Gronk's a product of the Whippeo, like, all that. Like, no, oh, no. That's the only reason I – that's the only reason I know that he – play ball up there for a little bit because I yeah. thought he was Buffalo through and through. I love that. They're, no, they they always – same with some of my teammates. They, they took credit for that. Like, yeah, Gronk's a Whitfield guy, like, whatever. Like, he played one year there, dude. Chill out. <laughs> like, <laughs> he literally played one year there. He played – his entire life he grew up in Buffalo. His his dad owns uh, G&G Fitness in Buffalo. Um, yes. They sell, like, weightlifting equipment and stuff. Um, yeah, but I don't know. People are, people are people. Yeah, no, straight up. Did you see, uh, speaking about getting like too out of yourself, uh, do you see, did you watch the Packers game last night? Did you see Quay Walker, number seven for the Packers, shove that trainer? <laughs> I did not. No, I didn't, yeah, I didn't he watch didn't, it. Yeah, he didn't shove him that hard, but it was, he was, I don't, I don't, I'm going to not describe it right, but one of the Lions players was down and he was trying to like get in between the trainer was and he like kind of like nudged uh, Quay Walker and Quay Walker just like gave him a two hand shove and then he got ejected from the game. Oh, I saw, I saw like a meme about it or something, but I didn't see it on TV. Yeah. I mean, I could just imagine like the trainer's perspective. He just turns around and it's like, what the fuck are you going to do with that dude? <laughs> that guy would kill you. Right. <laughs> no, nah, so- no, do you uh do you think Rogers retires? I think he will. It sounded like it from his post game conference, like or press conference or whatever. It sounded like he was going to, but who knows? Never know with those guys. Another team. I don't think he'll go to another team. I think it'll be kind of like either retires or signs like a one year deal with the Packers or something. You know, yeah, just to get Jordan team. Love a little bit. Um, more involved and just feed Jordan Love in, but who knows? Yeah. No, that's who knows? So what do you, um, are you eventually what's, so what's plans uh, next year? Cause I know you said you were talking about how uh, you want to start going to away games. Are you going to start doing that next year? Or? I think so. Yeah. If everything falls into place, I think I'm going to try to go to every single game next year. I want to try to, i should have done it this year honestly but i just didn't have like the camera guy in place that like was solid enough to make it and um no offense to dan or nick i just it was just kind of like iffy you know like and i i don't want to like when i commit to something i'm 100 percent in you know what i mean yeah like, I, i'm either all in or fucking all out basically and if I'm going to commit to – I'm not going to just do one or two away games. Like, I want to go to every single one. Um, so, hopefully, I think, like, because Nick, Nick Pollock is my camera guy now for tailgates, and he already goes to a lot of away games. Um, so, I talked to him about it a little bit, and he, he said he'd be down. Um, you know, obviously, it's going to be a little more uh, money and stuff, traveling and stuff every weekend, but – I want to try to do that. Um, 
I think it'd be good for the channel. And I, I honestly think for Buffalo F, I think I'm going to take the off season off. I'm not going to be trying to upload every single week. Like I was like, we did the, we gave it a run uh, this past year. Just every single weekend we were doing drinking games, which I basically stole from the boys in 98. And I told them that straight to their face. I was like, they say, (laughs) they're like, no, that's awesome. And the one guy was like, was like, yo, actually, the uh, spike ball video popped up on my recommended. I was like, no fucking way. He's like, you guys shotgun 21 beers. He's like, that was fucking insane. Like every point we had a shotgun. And he's like, that was fucking insane. He's like, that was crazy. So like they didn't, they didn't care at all. They, they just thought it was kind of crazy. Like the shit that we were doing. Um, but like you, you can't, you can't like promote that as much on TikTok, like it's you got to do it in a roundabout way like random clips but you can't like do the puking and stuff on tiktok so it sucks um i don't know we, we gave that a run it was like literally a whole day would be ruined for the weekend because you we like imagine shotgunning 21 beers and then trying to get no. like some work done or go to a family party or something like no it's not happening you know so no i'd be lights out i'd be seeing yeah, and and overall, just like in the off season, didn't gain too many subscribers at all. So it, it's I'm I'm taking it as like Buffalo F is just strictly Buffalo. Like I was trying to build it into something more a little bit with the drinking challenges and stuff, just to give yeah people some entertainment and stuff in the off season. And that uh, yeah, it just it didn't work as well as I planned, and as what it is, it was fun, but. I'm kind of surprised. Maybe I'm naive, but I'm kind of surprised that, like, Nelk or none of those guys have ever come to a tailgate, like how Barstool has in the past. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've, I've like, ran, like, back in the day, like, I want to say 2019 or so, or 2020, I probably reached out to them and was trying to get them out. But, um, yeah, even, even we had some uh, happy dad guys here this weekend they, they had a big event at venue um and they they were like they not like kyle or uh steve or any anybody big it was like people behind yeah the scenes, you know and <laughs> um they were just like you know we don't even follow football or hockey or anything like they they didn't they weren't interested at, at all um but yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like they're kind of too big for that now, you know. Yeah, well, I, like the Instagram, they posted um, a video of the tailgate, and then a bunch of people were going through the table, the Happy Dad table, um, right. and they post and they posted it. But I was just, I'm surprised because like how many people come to Buffalo? I mean, nowadays it's like almost like it's like a clout thing. Like people just come to the tailgates just to have some like clout and be like, oh, Bill's mafia. But I'm just surprised, yeah. like, them of all people, like, seeing as though, like, when they first started, they were always coming through Buffalo, coming from Toronto and stuff, no, like, crossing the border. And then that would be the perfect – I mean, yeah, like you said, they're almost, like, too big. But that would be – that would have been, like, a perfect spot for some content if they – if, like, they had their people doing it, at least. Agreed. Like, Bill's game. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. They, would, they would expose Buffalo like none other. <laughs> 100% agreed. Yeah. And that, that happy dad thing that they posted today was actually, it was just a random person. Um, oh, so that wasn't even like their guys. No, no. I found that out afterwards. Um, 
from a friend that I was talking to about it. He was like, he was like, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the Happy Dad guys. That was just fucking some random people that had Happy Dad flags and a Happy Dad table, and they jumped through the Happy Dad table at the game. So it it was super random, and um, I guess they just caught wind of it and wanted to post it. But um, yeah, it, it was weird. They actually so Sammy. It, it was crazy. And I don't want to take credit for happy dad being in Buffalo, but I was, so I always use the happy dad can for interviewing. Um, and one of my clips got a few thousand likes or whatever on, on Instagram and on TikTok. and happy dad commented on TikTok. Uh, they just commented on my TikTok. I don't know. I don't remember what they said, but they said something. And then, all of a sudden, uh, the same clip on Instagram, like, um, Sammy commented on it, which was just like an emoji. And then Kyle liked it and John Shahidi liked it. And like all, pretty much all the Nelk boys just like liked it and commented on it or whatever. And, um, all of a sudden I get a DM from Sam Shahidi, who's like the CEO of Happy Dad. Yeah. That's John's brother, right? Yeah. So he, he like DMs me. He's like, he's like, yo, we're going to get happy dad in Buffalo soon. I was like, can't wait. That's literally all I said. I just said, can't wait. And it, that clip was posted on like a Thursday. The next Tuesday coming up, all consumers had happy dads, all consumers had happy dads. And then like, it was like Thursday after that, like a week later, um, all Wegmans had happy dads. I was like, holy shit, dude, this guy fucking moves quick. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, I saw, I was in Wegmans and I saw the big ass happy dad sign. And it was like when I first got back from Tampa. Um, yeah. Cause I remember we were talking, we were talking about something totally different. You know what I'm referring to um, about Florida and stuff. And I was telling you, I was going down there and, and I remember I, it just, it like kind of not like shook me almost, but it was more so of like we were in the grocery store, we were in Publix down in Tampa, and they had the Happy Dad, and I was just like, oh, I'm like well, the only time I had this, I was super fucked up, so let me just see. And we had some there. We're watching the Lightning game, um, in like the World Cup and that, and then no, it was the World Cup, I think it was, or maybe like the football games. I don't know because we went to the Lightning game. We weren't watching it on TV, and then the, I got. I remember I get home from Tampa, and when I was in Wegman's. I was passing like the the beer, the beer and like seltzer aisle, and I saw the big ass Happy Dad sign, and I was just like, "The fuck is going on?" Like I felt as though like it was like following me. Not saying like it was me, but it was just like I just saw this in Florida. I hadn't seen it prior to, and then as soon as I get back, I see it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy when it when literally. So here's what happened. Sam told me like when it was going to be in Buffalo, pretty much, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And then. Um, my buddy Nick Pollock said, yo, happy dads and consumers. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. So I went to, I went to my closest like consumers. I go there and I like asked them, I'm like, yo, I don't see any happy dad. Do you guys have happy dad? And he's like, he's like, oh dude, somebody just came in and bought every case we had. <laughs> like, they, they, they had, yeah, they had like 12 cases. And some guy came in and bought fucking 12 cases. I was like, shit. But I went back on Saturday and they had more. So 
Do you like it? You think it's good or you think it's overrated? I like it, honestly. Um, it's different because it's not as fizzy. It's not like as like I I I, I hate truly, honestly. Like I'll, I'll drink it, but I hate it. Um, White Claw is kind of like f- refreshing. I feel like, but uh huh. Happy Dad's different. Yeah, I I, I like it's, it. Yeah, no, I like it too, but it tastes like um, and this sounds like I'm chirping it. I'm not chirping it at all. It tastes like a. You ever take a? You ever have a Gatorade bottle? You drink half of it and you fill the rest up with water. Yeah. And then yeah. It, it's like that's what that's what it tastes like to me. It tastes like a watered down Gatorade. Yeah, the, especially the lemon lime one. Yes, that's exactly the one I was talking about. Because we had, uh, I didn't have the fruit punch. We had lemon lime. It was like the whatever the assorted pack is, where it's like black cherry, lemon lime, pineapple, all that. It's like the lemon lime one that tastes like a watered down Gatorade. Right. Yeah, I agree. But I just I actually tried the banana one for the first time on Sunday. I, um, was that a limited one. edition one? Yeah, he got it in Florida and brought a few back, and I I had a sip of it, and it was it literally tastes like uh, the banana like laffy taffy kind of. Oh, yeah, which is fire to me it was actually yeah no probably, that's why i'm saying that yeah it was probably their best flavor if i had to pick one like but besides that pineapple i like pineapple yeah is, is there gonna we, yo you gotta get maybe in the worst you get a little buffalo buffalo af seltzer a little buffalo af like something yeah i would uh love to do that um it's a lot of work that goes behind it, though, you know? Oh, like, without a doubt. Ton of ton of work. I would love to start something like that, um, for sure. It's it's a goal of mine, not within the next year or two, but it's definitely a goal of mine. Um, but in the meantime, I wouldn't mind a little sponsorship from Happy Dead, you know, run around in the tailgates with the can. <laughs> What is uh? What's your what's your funniest? What's the funniest interview you've done? Because uh, a bunch of my boys that live in Boston, like obviously, because everyone follows your page and shit. And then, um, the my the one about the sister, you were asking people. They're just like, "Would you fuck your sister for a Super Bowl?" And the one dude's like holding the Tito's bottle, and he's like, "Ah, I mean, my sister's here right now." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he starts chugging it. My my buddy Mark from Boston. Uh, sent me that and it was just like yo and like anytime he starts something with like yo that means that's his way of saying he's like pissing his pants laughing um and i was just like yeah i'm like i'm recording a pod with him friday or not friday i was just like i'm recording a pod with him but i'm gonna drop it friday and he was just like yo honestly some of these interviews are fucking hilarious the funniest one to me i think you did during the preseason um when you were it was like the russell westbrook cut or you were asking this kid, you're just like, what would you do for a Super Okay, the Bills win a Super Bowl. Like, what are you doing? Like, you might not set it like that. And the kid's like, arson. And then it cuts to the video oh, of Russell Westbrook. And he's like, what? What, what you mean, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, that was – that was I, I totally forgot about that one. That was probably was – that actually – was that real or was that staged? No, like, that was 100% real, dude. We – we were hurting for content because it's, you know, it's preseason. There's not a lot of people there and shit. And me and Dan are like out on the street, like trying to find people. And his fucking grandpa and his two grandsons like walk by. And I was like, yo, you guys want to do an interview? And the grandpa's like all down for it. And I, I fucking give him the mic first. He goes, arson. I'm like, yo, <laughs> what the fuck? Dude? 
<laughs> and I didn't, it didn't even like register to me at first that he said that. Like, I was just like, I just kept moving the mic. And then like, we all kind of like regrouped after the interview. And I was we were like, that kid just say fucking arson. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, dude. I feel like when you try, I'm not like, I don't know like how you go about it, but I feel like when you're trying to get like content where you're like, we got to shoot a banger, we got to do a banger, it like flops, but then you're just like, fuck it, it is what it is. Those are your best ones. Like you were saying about the pot earlier. Yeah. I mean, the the thing about like those, those videos is like the man on the mic type videos, like those clips always fucking do well on tiktok for some reason they for i don't i don't know why but it's always like it could be the dumbest video ever it still does better numbers than you know people jump through a table or whatever um those get taken down but you know what i mean like just the man on the mic type videos on the street like asking people random weird questions and they give an absolutely insane answer that you would never think of yourself like those always those clips always do well. So I've seen that video get shared so many times. The, the, arson, arson, one. the arson one. Yeah. That, that one it, definitely got some views. I don't think it would have been as funny if you didn't have the Russell Westbrook clip in there. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, it was like, it was timed perfectly. What? <laughs> he goes, what you talking about, man? <laughs> uh, I, put, I put that in myself. I was like, I was like, I got to throw that in there. That was just so fun because I remember, like, I remember when um, that interview happened and Russell Westbrook was like, man, what should I'm done. And he, like, snickered at the dude and then just, like, left afterwards. Yeah, yeah, that shit was funny as fuck. I definitely, that's one thing I need to work on is definitely finding those, like, meme videos and, like, putting them after people's answers. Because it, it is funny. It's just, like, it's hard to think of while you're editing. Like, think of a certain meme video that would fit well with it. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Like, it's tough. Anytime I see memes, I, like, save. Like, I have a meme. You know how you could save stuff on Instagram? Yeah. I have, I have like, I'll either screenshot it or I'll just save it. And then I, like, literally have, like, a meme folder that I can, like, look back on. Because there are some funny ones that apply to certain situations um, that – like you were saying, like when you're doing edits and stuff, like I don't ever edit them, but I like texting them to people. Like when I'm having funny conversations, yeah. I, that's just like my sense of humor though. Um, but yeah, no, that one was fucking, that one was classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was funny. I don't know. The, the one that, um, the one that happy dad commented on was, was like the Halloween game. That one was pretty funny. That clip was pretty funny. I asked this girl in a pickle costume. She's wearing a pickle. I was like, if you were Josh Allen for a single day, what would you do? And she goes, I would fly to Mexico and beat the shit on Pablo Escobar's cousin. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, and like, is literally, it made no sense because Pablo Escobar is from Colombia, not Mexico. And exactly. then why, why, why his brother? Like, with it, that it came out of nowhere like she had personal beef with them or something it was, it was weird it was just funny and um yeah that's the one that happy dad was like all over but i'm surprised you're not sponsored by like uh labat yet i was for a while how'd you last how'd, year would they drop it last year um yeah i kind of fucked up the contract with them 
um it was just instagram posting yeah um and i won't get into details but it it was really really fucking stupid like even their marketing team was like was like yo this is dumb but our hands are tied and like our legal team is telling us no basically i'm i'm too much for fucking people sponsoring me that's basically what it is like that's why i don't yeah. that's why i don't do any like sponsorships and shit like just my page is like too much for for companies like an actual company um so i like they send me stuff all the time um and their their marketing team actually changed recently um but low key i kind of like fucking despise the bat now <laughs> why just because of that i don't know if i should say that out loud no because so all right so they dropped me right yeah as, as one of their sponsored people they dropped me they dropped one of my friends too but they they dropped me and all of a sudden now they they got that fucking the kid with the long hair right around the tailgates with a beer bottle with a mic on it with a lav mic on it literally what i was fucking doing all year last year yeah and they're they're just copying me and then they're running ads on it on Instagram, like clips from him running around in the tailgate with a Labatt suit and fucking a Labatt bottle with a mic on it. So I'm like, all right, fuck you guys. You know what I mean? So I that's why I started I started using the happy dad cans and stuff. Um I don't know. They they still send me stuff. They sent me a Christmas like advent, like a Labatt advent calendar or whatever. I made a oh, little that's tic- sweet. made a little TikTok out of it, but I'm not I'm not required to like post anything. Like there's no paper signed or anything. It's just oh okay. Yeah, they they just try to keep me in the loop with shit, but uh, I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, you didn't have to sign any NDAs or any of that. No, I didn't have to sign shit. Yeah. Do you see a lot of people like trying to copy you now? Because I saw the episode you did with uh, Bleach by Abigail Lee and like I did a pod with her. And ever since like, I mean, this was like during COVID I did it, but um, you and Dan brought it up how it seems like everyone and their mother's trying to do like either bleach clothing or like Bill's apparel now. And it's almost like it's like too oversaturated. The Bill's merch in general is too oversaturated, which kind of worries me. Um, there's definitely, there, there's, a everybody and their brother is trying to copy my designs, whether it's intentional or not. Um, you know, I, I get my closer friends, like they send me shit all the time that they see online. They're like, yo, this person stole your design or like just tweaked it slightly and like stole your design or whatever. And I'm like, you know, there's nothing I can do. I'm, I'm fucking basically stealing Bill's designs by saying Bill's mafia on shit. So it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like people, people know the original. No, for sure. The bills ever give you a cease and desist? Not yet, brother. <laughs> Not yet, brother. <laughs> Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Uh, I have not gotten a C and D yet. So, yeah. I we'll could see. be wrong here too. I could be wrong here too, but I feel like especially. Uh, I mean, this is kind of touching on without touching on it, the convo we had at 41 night. But I feel like after they win the Super Bowl, I feel like that's when your content's really going to blow the fuck up because, like, they accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. Not saying they don't want to repeat and they don't want to be champs again and, like, they don't give a fuck about their image and stuff. But I feel like once they, like, conquer the Super Bowl and they bring 
a championship to the city, um, how you've had Bills players on before, you're going to get a lot more, and it might even be a little bit more unbuttoned. Like, I feel like, especially with how you position yourself, too, and, like, the relationships you have, I feel like just, like, the content you would get just at the parade alone would be next level. Oh, yeah. It'd be, it'd be insane. That's, it's funny you bring that up, though, because <clears throat> that's actually one thing that, like, Dion told me a while ago. He's like, he's like, dude, just the shit you're doing, like, Bills players aren't going to want to, like, work with you. Like, a lot of them aren't going to want to do shit with you because – the how like rated R all their shit is like they're not gonna want to work with you they're not gonna want to fucking do anything with you and I was like fuck those guys <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like if they're that fucking pussy then you know tell them to go put a tampon in I don't give a fuck yo the video and I'm gonna need it when I post this if you don't mind. The video of uh, Dion talking to Gabe, and he's like, "White boys do crazy shit." And then he like shows you, and you're like, "You think I can make this jump?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's funny as hell. Yeah. What did I he get... say? Did you? What did he say when you were like? Because I could. See, I, I mean, I don't know him, but I could foresee like just from like the relationship that is shown on camera. I could see it's honestly, you know what it is. It's big. That's like your relationship. I know. I, I made like a meme like about that too. <laughs> it, was like, it was me and Dion with the Robin Big like logo, like or whatever the, the ending to their intro where it said Robin Big, and it was just me and Dion instead of Rob Deerdeck and Big Black. It was funny. Um, he that at that moment, I don't I don't remember what he said. I'll have Dan send you the clips. Um, that was that was funny though. Um, well, I could see him trying to like be like a good like like a good friend and be like, "Hey, man, I'm trying to put you on. Like, if this is what you want, I can help you." And da da da. And I could just see you like how you are, straight face, just like, "Okay, yeah, fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty much. And he's just no, like, he's, Yo, "What?" He's a good dude, but he he's he's also he's got a funny side to him though. Like he he likes to fuck with people too. So he's like. It was so funny, dude, doing the podcast with him. Like he's, he went total PR mode on us when he sat down for the podcast. Like it was the whole day leading up to that. Like the whole day after that. Like he's like swearing, cussing, doing everything, you know. And then he sits down for the podcast, and he went total PR mode, and he was just like answering questions with like just like one sentence and like. It was like he was at a press conference after the Bills game or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, being all professional and shit. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. If you can ever swing it, you got to get the Dolphins coach on your podcast. I feel like that episode would be so funny. Oh, my God. Why would I do that? I mean, I know. It'd be funny. Yeah. It'd be funny, but I I don't think I would ever do that. No, I know. But it's just like how that guy is. Like, it's just funny because, like, to me, he's just like, I mean, I'm not chirping him. I'm just. Like, he just comes across as, like, obviously he's an NFL head coach. He knows what he's doing. He's not a nerd or, you know what I mean? But it's just, like, he – just shit he does, like, how he quotes Mike Jones and then just, like, the we wish it was colder, just, like, the shit he does. He just comes across as, like, a, a professional troll. And I think he's complete, hilarious. Complete troll, yeah. No, I think I, he's hilarious. I think it, yeah. I think he's funny, too. I just think he's a dumbass. <laughs> it would be good. It would be good 
to have like a sit down talk with him, it would be, actually be really funny if I was able to pull that. That'd be funny as fuck. I know because you could just be yourself and chirp him and stuff like that. And I feel like he'd give it back to you too. But he'd also be like, "Yo, I don't even have to fucking be here." <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, It'd be funny. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, when we when we're at Dion's, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Um, before you get into that, um, I was talking about it with my uncle. Are you saying like PR? Uh, how would you be if you were a pro athlete? Like, obviously, like you got. I I would feel like I I wouldn't be no Kyrie Irving. Like, just you. Know, I'm not saying like. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not like shitting on Kyrie when I say this, but I feel like at a certain point, like if you're constantly, constantly, cameras are always on you, and just like the scrutiny of it, like it's almost like how you're saying Dion went full PR. I feel like you almost like have to do that. Yeah, I feel like it it depends, like, what you want to be, right? So, yeah. And I wouldn't know until I was in that situation, honestly. Like, I I would probably start out, like, full PR mode, like, for, for at least the first two years. But if I started to make a name for myself and, like, if I was starting to brand myself and, like, starting to sell shit or uh, if I had my own sneaker line like Kyrie does or something like that, you know what I mean? Like, if there's money mm-hmm. involved – I'm going to go haywire a little bit like Kyrie did. Like I'm going to do some crazy shit or say some crazy shit just to throw people in one way or another, just to throw people, you know what I mean? Like just to get people talking about my name, I'm going to say some crazy shit. It is what it is. Like people, it's money at the end of the day. Um, Attention is the asset. So yeah, I I would say, I would say I'd, I'd be pretty PR mode for the first year or two, depending on how my career went, if I was a professional athlete and then I would, I would take it from there. Um, I would go one way or the other. Yeah. How was, um, how was, uh, Dion's birthday when you went down there in Miami? Yeah. So that was funny. Actually it was, um, it was, (laughs) so we went down there originally. So me and Dan flew down there and then, uh, we, so we run his YouTube channel as well. Um, uh, the Schno TV. Yeah. And that, that oh, trip, I didn't know that. that trip is kind of what started it. So, um, we, I like convinced Dion, you know, like, let's fucking do this. Let's get it done. Like whatever. Dan edits everything. He films everything, whatever. And, uh, so we were down there. Uh, I want to say it was like Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday or whatever. Um, but we were down there one day and we're just kind of hanging out, chilling. And then the next day we did some shit. We went to his gym. We worked out with him. Um, it's all on YouTube, uh, on his channel. And, uh, you know, that trainer came back out of his mind. I love him, dude. I love him. He actually, He he did like fifteen years in jail or something. What? Um, yeah, he was like one of the biggest fucking coke dealers in the eighties in Miami. <laughs> I'm dead serious, bro. Bro, yeah. is, is, you ever heard of the cow uh, the cocaine cowboys? Like he he worked yeah. direct, he worked directly with them, and um yeah, it, I mean it's all public information. So no, of course you're not blowing up anyone's spot. Yeah, it, it's crazy. But he's a he's an awesome dude. He's a good dude. Um, so we were we were training with them, and then we came back, and then we did the we did the podcast in 
uh, Dion's backyard. His house is fucking unreal. And, uh, yeah, then we, we left, uh, Sunday, I think, uh, well, everybody else left Sunday. I drove to my parents had a, had a house on the other side of the state, which was honestly only like a three hour drive. So I drove there, everybody else from Botchpod left and I stayed with my parents for like four days or something. And then I flew back home. And then Dion hits me up. He's like, he's like, yo, can somebody come film for my birthday? I'm like, fucking motherfucker. I'm like, God damn it. So like I had like three days at home and then I had to fly back. So I bought tickets to fly back again. I had nowhere to stay. Like I literally bought tickets the night before. Yeah. Um, going back there. And I I took Dan's camera to film because he, he had to work. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Um, so I took Dan's camera and I flew back down there. I had nowhere to stay. I had no rental car or nothing. I just took an Uber straight to Dion's house from the airport and I was just filming the whole time. And he, so his birthday, uh, you know, I, I didn't sign an NDA or anything, but I'm not going to fucking throw all of his shit out there. But basically, uh, the main part of his birthday was, he had four yachts in Miami, Miami Beach. Um, the biggest fucking boats I've ever been on in my life, dude. Unreal, unreal. Dude. Dude. Oh my gosh. Um, n- not to to your point there. Buddies lived in Miami and he worked at the one hotel. Um, when we were there and we his place was like right in downtown Brickell. And yeah. When we were driving, we were driving and we passed like, um we passed like a little port and some of those yachts that were down there are stupid. And then another friend of ours, Taylor, she lives in Miami right now. And sometimes um, she'll be out on a boat, like partying with her friends and shit like that. And she'll send us snaps and like, of like other yachts that are in the water. And it's like, until you see it in person, it like pictures don't even do justice type shit. Oh yeah. It's, it was honestly the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Those boats were, like Dion's like the biggest one, obviously. I think I'm pretty sure he paid for all four of them, but he took the biggest one out, and we all met like all four boats met in a certain area, and we all like tied together so people could hop back and forth from boats. Um, so I was on a boat with like a lot of Dion's family, and uh, Shaq Lawson was on our boat, and um, I think that was pretty much it. And then Dion had his boat; it was just like his. Uh, his girl, his baby mom, or his girl, his uh, sister, I think, and some other people. And then the boat next to him was like Matt Judon from the Patriots, um, yep. a bunch of his family. And then the boat next to that was David and Joku, uh, from the Browns, and a bunch of his family. And we had like jet skis and fucking, it, it was fucking crazy. Like, there was food on every boat. There was uh, Dion's boat was insane though, and and we give like a tour on that on the on the Snow TV YouTube channel. There's a there's a full like kind of tour of that whole boat. It was un fucking real. It was like a house, like on the water. It was huge, dude. It was unreal. Like, I, and then and then the shit we did after that, like we went to One Twelve Prime, which is like a big spot for like Drake and shit. Like he had a private room. 
and he paid for of everyone's he dinner. <laughs> he paid, he, dude. He paid for everyone's. He paid for like Wait. twenty people's. What? Or Drake did. No, Dion paid for like twenty people's dinner. Oh, uh, on his Drake paid for your dinner on his on his own on his own birthday. No, I'm just saying Drake goes there a lot. Oh, okay, um, yeah. But yeah, and then and then we did shit after that too, which I'm not gonna talk about. But it was it was fucking crazy, like. Um. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm thankful that I was able to experience that because it, it just it was eye opening, for real. Like, what do you? Um. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say something and then just go off what you're saying in the story. So when I like I told you I was talking to my buddy Frank uh, prior to like hopping on this with you and I was telling him because like the school that we first went to there was a lot of like really rich and like wealthy kids that went there. And me and him, like, say all the time, like, how, like, you know, we grew up, because we, we didn't grow up, like, with money or anything like that. So, like, we say all the time that, like, when you are around people that got money like that or friends whose either parents have money like that or just, like, you know someone that you're doing something with them that you're just like, okay, this is, like, once-in-a-lifetime type shit because the amount of money that's being thrown or the amount of, like, what is going on is it's completely like eye opening to like, I live in a completely different world than like these dudes do. Is that kind of like how that experience was? Oh, hundred percent, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm not, I'm not paying fucking 20 grand for 20 people's fucking dinner. And I'm not buying four yachts to go out and buy the beach and fucking party for eight hours. Like, yeah, it, it was the definition of eye opening. It was, it was insane. Like, and like you said, like I, I have friends that have like that growing up that have way more money than you know my family did, and that stuff is like here and there it's a little like uh, eye opening, I guess you could say. But like this was this put it in perspective, like just being with Dion for and all his friends for like a whole day. It was like, it was insane. He even bought an Airbnb for me and like his his whole family. It was an eight eight bedroom like airbnb with a whole game room it had a basketball court had a fucking pool had a jacuzzi had a playground insane like he because i i told you i flew there i didn't even know where i was gonna stay like i just flew there on, on a whim i was like i'll sleep in dion's backyard if i have to um but he he had an airbnb that was like eight bedrooms and it was fucking huge um, yeah that's fucked yeah, it was mind blowing. Honestly, are you uh, are you a fan of Miami? Not the team, obviously, but like uh, the, yeah. the city. Do you like? It? <laughs> the only reason I ask is because I've only been once, and it was when we were visiting uh, my buddy. Um, he doesn't. He's not in Miami anymore. He's back in. He's back in Napa. Uh, he's in California now. But he went, He was. He was working at the one hotel, and like his place that he, his place that uh, he stayed that not a state in, but his apartment in Brickell, like he had two other roommates, obviously, but he was on like the 40, he, he was up there. Like, I want to say like almost like the 40th floor, like complete wraparound balcony, like right there on the water, downtown Brickell. And then like with him working for the one hotel, every time like we've gone out to see him in like Napa or anytime, like he always like books shit through work. Cause he's, um, he's in, he's a manager and he's one of the front office managers and stuff like that. So it's not like he's just like some random employee, 
So he would always like book shit through work. And I think I was telling you about this when we were talking about that Miami story and our buddy from Toronto came down and he booked, he, we went, we went and we went and had dinner at this one restaurant. I forget what it was like, but it like turns into a club almost. So like, you know how at Russell's, have you been to Russell's before? Uh, I've walked in and out of there. I've never like spent time there. Okay. So like they have like the main like dining room. But then by the bar, they have, like, booths, and they're, like, raised booths. And so, like, that's kind of, like, how this place is. Like, you walk in. I'll get the name of the place for you in case you're ever back there. Um, you, like, walk in, and they got, like, a bar area. But then to, like, the left, they have, like, the main dining room area. And then they have these booths that are, like, raised and, like, kind of on a platform. And so he was more so of just, like, you know, just, like, follow my lead. Like, just just follow my lead. So we get there the manager of this restaurant like comes out and she's like, I'm not going to say my buddy's name, but they were just like, Oh, welcome. Like his name. Just like, Oh, how you, know, you guys are in town, stuff like that. Like they were being super nice to us. And they were like talking, like talking crazy, like kind of like saying shit, like almost like they thought we were people we weren't. And, and he's just like, yeah, he's just like, you know, I told him like, you're my clients from out of town. Like you're from New York. He's from Toronto, like whatever. So they put us in like this booth and they comped our meal, but like, we didn't know that they were comping our meal. They're bringing out like lobster, caviar, sushi. Um, like we're taking shots in 1942, like, and we're just sitting there like, and everyone like that's in like the dining area is just like looking at us. Cause they're probably just like, yo, who the fuck are these three schmucks? <laughs> like, yeah. like who, like, who are these dudes? And then, um, so obviously like the rest of the night, like doing dinner, we're like, whatever, whatever. And then like, we're about to leave and we turn around and fucking Jorge Masvidal is sitting at the table next to us. Oh, you told me this. Yes. Yeah. And like, we're like, I said to my buddy, like I said to my one buddy, he's like a big UFC fan. And I was like, yo. I was like, I don't know if I'm like, because we we're probably like we're having like espresso martinis too, so you know like we're wired, and I'm like, yo, I don't know if I'm fucked up, but is that is that uh is that Mozzie? And my buddy just like turns and looks, he's just like, yo, that's fucking Jorge, <laughs> that's Jorge Masvidal. So like we didn't want to sink. Yeah, so he's sitting there with a rocket, like an absolute rocket of a girl. Go figure. And we didn't, we didn't like really even want to like say anything to him because you know how it is. Like he's eating dinner, like you don't want to fucking bother him. You know what I mean? And right. so we were walking out, and at the same time, it's like I don't know what mood this guy's in. Like, is am I, am I about to get three piece, or am I just gonna get like a finger, like flipping me off? Like what the fuck? So as we're leaving, like we didn't want to bother him, but we were just like, we're just like, hey, we're like we're just like we said, hey champ, like total jackasses. We're just like, hey champ, and like we waved to him, and then he like immediately got up and like wiped his like wiped his mouth from eating came over he's like hey what's up guys like and we're just like oh like talking to him and um obviously you know how it is when you meet someone like that like you're just like oh we're fans like whatever and this was like right after Usman knocked him out this is oh, when they shit. fought for the second time like fucked yeah. him up so we were just like first of all we called him champ and then we're like hey like we're fans and he just like because we're also like in the same section he's in too you know what I mean it's not like we were in like a normal area so yeah. So he just started like talking, talking to us for like a quick, chopping it up with us and stuff like that. And then we grabbed the picture with him and stuff. And then like the rest of the night, I'm not going to like really speak on, <laughs> but I just remember yeah. like, <laughs> like the rest of the night, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to speak on, but I just remember, um, we left like a couple days later, um, cause we were there in Miami for like a week 
and our flight was at like 5 a.m. and we had our alarm set for like 3:34 so we could get to the airport. And I have never been more excited in my life to leave a place. I was like, get me the fuck out of Miami. I'm good. I like if I never come back here. <laughs> like you laugh because you know like how yeah, it is, but like, yeah. I'm just like, yo, if <laughs> if I never come back to the city, that is fine with me. This place is a fucking trap. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That that's what I was gonna say. Like I, I love Miami. I love being there. Yeah. But I would I could never live there, dude. If I no, if I no if I tried to live there, dude, I would I would end up like homeless or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, like yo, it's, it's just non to me it's like New York City, but on a beach. It's too many temptations. No, no like it's no. way worse than New York City. Like it's bad. Honestly, like yeah. Las Las Vegas is for like gamblers and shit. You know, like people call Las Vegas Sin City, but like really, I feel like Miami is Sin City. To be honest, no. I was. Like, I I mean, you know this. Like, I travel all over the place. I'm always doing shit, but like, I have never been in a city like fucking Miami. I was just like, yo, get me the fuck out of here. And I say to I our know. friend Taylor all the time, like, yo, how do you live here? Like, how do you like live and function here? And when I was just in New York um, this past weekend, um, I was talking to this girl about like Miami. Cause like, I know she's been there and stuff and she was just like, I love Miami. I was just like, yeah, who doesn't? But at the same time, no, no. Like, unless it's like, Oh, a- oh here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're a fucking girl, if you're a good looking girl in Miami, you don't have to pay a penny for fucking anything. No, not Dude, the girl. Like you don't got to pay for shit. And I maybe maybe I'm gonna get some shit for this if people actually listen all the way through. But like, the, like the hottest girl in Buffalo is like a a four in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> like you laugh, but like I'm just being honest. I mean, yo, I'm like a negative twenty in Miami. <laughs> like, yeah. So am I. That's all good. But yeah. hey, looks looks don't matter for guys in Miami. It's all about your wallet. That's, that's a fact is. too. Yeah, it's all about your wallet in Miami. Yeah. That's, that's See, all that matters. The girls have to worry about their looks, but the guys just have to worry about their wallets in Miami. And that's literally it's it's like the most stereotypical city in the fucking world. Like it's literally just guys guys with money, girls with looks. Like girls are getting facts. plastic surgery and shit, and like trying to look their best. And then guys are just trying to run their money up. And if you like no guy has enough money in Miami. It's just, it is what it is. I just, yeah, like just from having the fortunate experience, like go there, know someone that's like in the hospitality industry, get it. And also being able to do a lot of shit with like people that he's friends with, where it was just more so of like, yo, I got you guys, like your boys are in town type of stuff. I was just like, yo, get me the the city (laughs) ASAP. Yeah, it, it's good for like maybe a week at most, but yeah, no, nah, that's not it's not meant for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, no, nah, but I mean, we've been we've been, we've been chopping it up for like almost hour and a half, two hours. I know you're sick and shit, so we'll uh, we'll wrap it up here. But um, you know what? What are some three? You know, because I I asked last time, like, what are what are some shit that you would tell eighteen year old self or whatever? But um what uh what are some what are like that you could share what are some like big goals you got in the works for buffalo af like in the future uh big goals um 
don't know. So like I, I write down like every every new year, you know, like I write down goals and they're very like specific, like uh kind of pinpoint like oriented goals. You know what I mean? Like like I wanna I want you know, hundred K on TikTok or whatever and like you know what I mean, like follower goals and like view goals and um shit like that is pretty much and, and like revenue goals. Um so I like very random. Just it, it's growth overall. If I had to give you one word, it's just growth. I just want to yeah. grow it as much as possible. Um, you know, and I'm gonna start I think this year I want to start my thing is like I I mainly cut up clips to do for TikTok but like TikTok my TikTok is fucking has an account warning it's had an account warning for like the past six months so I'm just like scared to put anything wrong up there because they'll they'll take something down from like a year ago and say I have an an account warning so um, I think what I want to do is is start just creating clips from more so for just reels and shorts on YouTube um, and start doing that and not focus as much on TikTok, but um, also if I feel like it's safe enough to post it on TikTok. So I just need, I just need more content. Um, and then, you know, like the, my, my main income is social media, just managing social media for companies. So um, I'm trying to find more clients to do that with, um, Right now, I only have technically two outside clients that I manage social media for, you know, internally, like you go from Facebook, you know, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, everything like across the board. Um, I, I have over 30, like I have just under 30 accounts total. Yeah, that I manage, um, but I'm looking to add two more companies to um, manage social media for. So that that I would say is my main goal. And then, um, yeah, Buffalo F. Anything that happens after that is is a bonus. And we're just trying to grow, baby. We're we're getting after everything that's that's fucking in our way and coming after everything that is deserved. So fuck yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's uh, it's 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 just a matter of time before it takes off. I appreciate That's it, brother. How, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you know, we we talked about it privately, but it's definitely, it's definitely something that like the other thing is too is like what I don't. You know, I'm what you don't no, you're good. You're good. I'll just tell people in the comments that you were smoking weed. no i'm just kidding um no but it's also too like you don't have uh i'm not saying this in a bad way because i'm um a lot of these people that like blow up overnight they're pouring tens of thousands into what they're doing you're doing it organically which i think is almost which is way harder yeah and you're still getting a crazy track but it it takes takes a lot of time but yeah but you'll be there and then you'll get your shotgun with alan after he gets a ring (laughs) (laughs) So, bye, y'all. I appreciate this. I'll let you get back because, you know, you're sick, not doing well. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm going to go eat some dinner now. So, All right, brother. I'll catch you. All right. Peace.